Psalm 95, verses 1 and 2. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before Him with thanksgiving and extol Him with music and song. We've been on a tour most Sunday evenings here at Faith this fall, and and you've come in the middle of this tour. It's a 450th anniversary tour of the Heidelberg Catechism, one of the confessions you'll find in the back of that blue Psalter hymnal. A catechism is kind of a word we don't use anymore, but just it's just a tool to teach the Bible. Why not just read the Bible, someone might say. Well, there's no doubt that every one of us should and could read our Bibles more, but as one pastor put it, have you ever found understanding the Bible a bit like exploring America on foot? Interesting, but overwhelming and a little slow going at times. And then he says, if so, check out the handy road map to the Bible that is the Heidelberg Catechism. The Heidelberg Catechism that we're touring comes to us from the time of the Reformation, And it's a practical, personal, deep, simple, trustworthy guide to the Scriptures. So many people have found it helpful that it's the third most widely read and distributed book in the world after the Bible and Pilgrim's Progress. In the part of the tour that we're up to tonight, we're looking at the very unique threefold structure of the Catechism. And it's guilt, grace, and gratitude. There are several lessons on guilt right at the beginning. The Bible tells us we're not just sick in our sin, we are dead in our sins and trespasses. And then there are 26 lessons on grace with the focus on the Apostles' Creed and how salvation from our sin is by the grace of God through faith in Jesus. And now tonight, we're just going to take a peek at the last section, 21 Lessons on Gratitude. Our response to salvation is a life of thankfulness. And it strikes me as I was thinking about this and preparing for tonight, that as we think about gratitude, it gets us to the very essence of the Christian life. It's the essence of our personality It's the essence of our praise, and it's also the essence of our prayers. It's the essence of our personality. I want to talk about each one of those. What's the very essence of who you are as a person and who anybody is? The end of 2012, uh, there's a book that came out called Quiet, The Power of Introverts. And Bert here was like the leading example in this book about introverts. He rolls his eyes. What this book was about is telling us that as a country, we love extroverts. People who are gregarious, loud, talkative. And the book argues, no doubt written by an introvert, that introverts are underappreciated. In recent years, we've changed our work environments to have open floor plans where people don't really have private space. We put people on teams to do all projects. Now, all of which is not all that helpful to introverts and probably makes them less productive. And 
The author of the book says this is a shame because one-third to one-half of the population are probably introverts, and our country needs their unique skill set and abilities because they bring so much to our nation and to organizations. We often define ourselves as an extrovert, an introvert by our athleticism, maybe our attractiveness by our abilities, but what is our essence. I think there's something about gratitude that gets at the essence of who we are as Christians. Reverend John MacArthur, you might have heard of him, he writes that part of the very essence of the unregenerate person is a lack of thanks. Romans one twenty one says, for although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. In contrast, the essence of someone who has come to realize their guilt before a holy God and who has received God's gift of grace is that he or she is a thankful person. Colossians 2, 6, and 7. So then just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live in him rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. So this 450-year-old catechism, I think, was on to something by making gratitude follow guilt and grace and by having a whole big section on it because it defines what saved people are all about and how we live. Gratitude is at the very core of your personality and mine as a new creature in Jesus. Gratitude's the essence of our praise, too. Thankfulness is is at the heart of what we're about here tonight, singing praise to God. It's really all about gratitude. Ephesians 5, 20, 21, speak to one another with psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, the familiar text so far. And then, have you ever noticed what it says next? Sing and make music in your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks to God the Father for everything in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Always giving thanks in that praise. I had the privilege of going to a Chris Tomlin concert on October 24th. Anybody hear of him? We were in Michigan, uh, this was just last week, celebrating a milestone birthday of mine as well as last month being the first month in two years I wasn't taking chemotherapy, praise God, talk about gratitude. Well, this concert was incredible, and, and Chris Tomlin is quite the artist and singer and worship leader, and the whole night, he was just beaming, excited about the night, the music, the worship, all of us singing with him. His face literally seemed to glow, and, and you know why? It was because of what he was singing about, because he knows Jesus. He writes music for the church And he does that to thank God for all that God has done for him. The thanksgiving was tangible that night. And it always is for believers when we give praise. I think and feel it's tangible tonight in our singing and praise too. We worship God with God-glorifying songs in church as believers. But the praise doesn't stop here tonight at the walls of the church, does it? We live a life of worship and praise. We praise God in our working, in our playing, in our spending, our voting, our parenting, in our buying stuff with the language that we have on our lips. And the essence of all our praise-filled living is thankfulness. 
And this catechism gets at that because the first thing it talks about in the gratitude section is the Ten Commandments. What are the Ten Commandments? They are the rule for thankful living in all areas of our life. They address our relationship with God, our relationship with others, summarized with one word, love. The motivation for us loving God and one another and everybody is because God loved us first. And we're thankful for that. We show Him gratitude. One more thought. Gratitude is the essence of prayer. In the gratitude section of the catechism, the Ten Commandments are explained, our rule for thankful living, loving God, loving others. And then after that, it talks about the Lord's Prayer. And in Lesson 45, it says that the chief part of the Christian's thankfulness is prayer. In other words, it's suggesting that the primary way we give thanks to God in our lives is by praying to Him. And there's so much that we could pray about all the time. But if there's one prayer, if there's one theme, if there's one focus you could have that somehow could cover everything else that needs covering, I believe it would be gratitude. The foundation for everything we say to our Heavenly Father. That's what prayer is. It's talking to our Heavenly Father. The foundation for all of that conversation is gratitude. It all comes out of thankful hearts for who He is and what He's done. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. So the essence of the Christian life. Has anyone ever bought a CD or an album called The Essential Such-and-Such, Essential Bob Dylan, I don't know, The Essential Eagles. I'm sure there's got to be an Essential Burt Kettinger out there, right? Maybe not. And then those songs on The Essential, whatever it is, are that person's characteristic songs. So i got to ask myself tonight, what is the essential Greg Sheringa? What's the essential you? What would your spouse say? What would your friends say? What would your neighbors say? What would those close to you in your church say is the essential you? May the essential you and me be thankfulness. May thankfulness define your personality your prayer, your praise in the church, even as we continue the praise tonight, and in all life as we go out from here to serve our God thankfully for all He's done.